Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Right Perspective. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe on any and every platform you use to engage with us. Today, we are going to recap and discuss House Party, a 1990 comedy written and directed by Reginald Hudlin and produced by his brother, Warrington Hudlin. It stars Christopher Kid Reed and Christopher Play Martin, aka Kid and Play. Other cast members include Robin Harris, Martin Lawrence, Tisha Campbell, AJ Johnson, Daryl Chill Mitchell, John Witherspoon, members of the singing group Full Force, and a cameo by funk musician George Clinton. The film grossed over $26 million on a budget of $2.5 million, and it was only released to 700 theaters. And I was like, is 700 theaters a lot or not a lot? So I looked up Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which was released just a few years prior and was another kind of like teen life movie, but it was a white teen life movie. And that film was released to 1,330 theaters, mm -hmm. okay? So you can understand House Party grossing 26 million after being released to only 700 theaters says a lot about the reception of the movie at the time. And the movie though, it didn't That's rack a lot up- of big names too. Yes. Yeah. And the movie at the time, it didn't rack up a bunch of awards, you know, but it is held as a cult classic because it is, it is the first movie to center Black people in a telling of a story about the universal experience of being a teenager. And in fact, in 2022, it was selected for preservation at the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress, didn't get culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Wow. Wow. For some, That's interesting. Is, is that interesting? Yeah. That so, makes me sad. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, we already know her so <laughs> Don't preserve that for my culture. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> okay. So for some, maybe not Brittany, but for some, <laughs> for some, this cultural impact would be enough to make this movie a classic. But today we will determine whether it is a classic from other right perspective. We'll do a recap, we'll discuss the movie, and then we'll take a vote using a voting symbol that we're going to pick, especially for this discussion. But we gotta start with intros. Kick us off, bro. Hi, I'm Aubrey Wright, I'm the oldest. I'm Janiya Wright, I'm the middle. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brittany Wright, and I'm the youngest. <laughs> and and y'all, we have to just own like the reason we this this movie was not actually on our content planner for this season, even though we wanted to get to it at some point, you know. But a new house party movie was released this year, and I didn't even know. Brittany brought it to our attention. I was like, okay, they they make it another one, you know. And so we need to. And so that led us into a discussion of like we should go back. And 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 watch the original, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and Brit, did you end up seeing the the new one that just came out? I haven't. I have not. I have not. I um. Yeah, I went and saw something completely uh, well, different than <laughs> House Party yesterday. <laughs> well, this 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 the one that came out this year is 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 essentially the sixth one. Okay, because mm. there was the original. And then there were two more sequels that actually had Kid and Play in them. So it was House Party 2 and 3. And then there were two um, that went straight to DVD. 
okay? Um, Kid and Play, they weren't even in the fourth one. And in the fifth one, they came back in cameos only. Okay. Um, okay. So now this new one right now is actually the sixth one. Yeah. And I think that they have a cameo in that as well. I remember seeing a a preview with that. I just know that I told my homegirl we were recording this and she was like, make sure you guys talk about Angina. And I was like, there was no character in this movie named Angina. (laughs) And she was like, oh, it must be in two or three. And I was like, (laughs) maybe so. It's not not ringing a bell. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We're not talking about Angina in this one. (laughs) And what we were trying to decide whether to do just the the first one or all of them bro you were like the main proponent of like let's just do the first one like what, what yeah, was because, your because, about that well the thing about house party is that whether or not you know we're going to get into discussion about how we felt about the movie yeah but the movie had an impact period like that and so but the rest of them were kind of riding off of the momentum of the first sure that has lasted till 2023 so whereas they're a result i don't i feel like the sequels in this case are more a result of the original movie than like their own things adding towards the movie it was just like the shock weight that just, you know, so I just, I don't feel like if we're talking, people don't talk about like two and three and four as classics. Right. Like you're not, you might just watch them because it's kind of play it. But if you're talking about house party, you're talking about house party. So yeah. And bro, you know, in preparation for the episode, I did like do some Googling, you know, about like house party and the movie and its legacy whatever and and people weren't mentioned in those sequels (laughs) they weren't mentioned in them you know they were really talking about the first movie that is the one that was groundbreaking because you know apparently like in the 80s um and i have a recollection of this you know but in the 80s there were so many white teen films like john hughes apparently was churning them out Okay, and they were showing just Breakfast white, Club, white Ferris teen Mueller, life. Yes, pretty yeah, and pink and all yeah. of those. Sweet sixteen. Yeah, just, I, I mean, there's a million of yeah. Right, and wasn't there one risky business? I don't know if that was a, t- a John. Hughes one. I, I, I don't know if that was a teenager one. I think. Okay, I thought that was yeah. also about like a kid planning a party. I, I can't remember. His parents. Can't remember. I'm not sure either. But the point is, there was there was there were so many in the '80s, and there was just literally, apparently, just a void. A black teen life and all what Hollywood was leaning into teen life as a, as a focal area. And so that is so, so when House Party came out and it was just slice of life movie about teens and it was centering black teens, that was actually a huge game changer. You know, so that, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's iconic in that way. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and so, you know, um, moving into our discussion, you know, we have to pick a voting symbol. If you're new to our podcast, we pick a voting symbol for the movie, for the content that we're talking about. And then we vote and, and we decide at the end of our discussion, whether the movie will become a classic voting with the voting symbol we choose. And y'all, I forgot to come up with a vote. Symbol for the I'm sorry, you don't need you know, it. 
because I got, need I got so caught up into watching the making of videos and stuff. I just, I literally just forgot. It's got to be the I talk with <laughs> you know? It has to be the I It's the second day. time that she's done this. I know. It's just listen, listen, out there. Listen. She's slipping. Listen. <laughs> listen. Slipping. In this case, y'all are not listening. Oh, sorry. Well, y'all are not we heard no, high top Brittany, is this high top Brittany was very focused on doing her favorite thing, which was poking fun at who? This one right here, at me. <laughs> I mean, and I'm, you were both doing your favorite thing, which is not listening. Exactly. <laughs> Bro, go ahead. What, what do we call those things? At top your fade. expense. <laughs> I don't want to pay for it. It's at your expense. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm sorry, brother. Go ahead. Bro, why you say high top fade? Because is high top fade associated with the movie or is it associated with kid and play? I just thought you know, when he took his nightcap off and it was perfect, I said, yes, that was amazing. When you think <laughs> it was like he hadn't slept. There is no person born between 1975 and 1985 who does not associate hot top fade with kid like that's just right but but is it with kid or is it with this movie that's the thing bro because it is with him (laughs) it's not it's not synonymous it's synonymous Uh, i'm open to discussion but like i know that like after that i mean people's already he got a fade a hot top fade because Boxes were, you know, cut in style at the time. But after that movie, like everybody, was, no one could fit on the bus. I mean, it, it was a very interesting time, man. Like no one could fit on the bus. Everyone's hair was. That was the first anywhere. time I witnessed something like that. <laughs> where like, you know, something just had such a cultural. I'm curious to hear all your little factoids. Yeah, because, I, he did get some trivia. Because I'm just saying, I'm open to obviously. Just make it a high top fade. I'm done. Yeah. Boom. You get with high top fade. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Okay. All because right. Other than that, I was just gonna say some running feet because they were dancing. So like <laughs> running man feet. That's all you. That's what else. What else do you have? Well, that that little dance that kid and play do. They call it the kick step. It's the kid mm. and play kick step. Yeah, you know, and it's actually or the kid and play, or the kid and play, <laughs> and, and that it's actually like it's more like a take on like the Charleston, you know, than anything. Um, and what's so interesting is I was reading on one article that they said that they came up with it out of out of survival because they couldn't get funding for like backup dancers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is actually um, play. T- recounting it and it's in an article on a website called hiphopdx.com and this is the article is actually kid and play revealing you know their how their identity kid and play reveal how their iconic kickstep dance was born you know so it's really interesting and he said play said that dance pretty much came out of a sense of urgency because promoters of the shows didn't want to pay us for backup dancers, play recalled. So Kid and I not only had to deliver the rhymes, but we had to dance because we knew that that's what the people were expecting because of the music videos preceding us. So <laughs> I love well, that's that. That's fun. It wasn't they, that they set out to and do they, And they knocked it out of the park. <laughs> they did. I mean, okay. people still do it out now. Out of the park. 
People yeah. go the kid and play right now. <laughs> but yeah. I was watching it and I was like, the kid and play that I see humans do is not what is on this movie. <laughs> I was like, this is, I was like, people be adding some stuff and have some some things. I was like, with. this is not it. I was like, I like this much better. The actual one. Um, but yeah, that and bro, I love that. don't they also have an iconic step where they like hop over one leg? I feel like I also associate they, that with them. Is that accurate? That I wouldn't call it iconic, but yes. Okay. But yes. You know what I'm talking about, sis? Well, yes. Play, I was about to say, Play didn't do it in this movie because he no, saw no. his face when he was vacuuming. <laughs> <laughs> he did not do a good job. Listen, it didn't work out that time. It didn't work out that time. We have snuck it. We have snuck into discussion. <laughs> yes. Well, but yes, because you're right, bro. But we we decided that we're going to do high top fade. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I do wish I had taken some time because again, I, I well, I'm actually struggling. the podcast end is happy. That well, you I'm time. no because I'm struggling with don't the, struggle with choosing and uh, choosing something mm-hmm. that is about one of like the. the people in the movie as opposed to the movie itself it's about an era the hair was an let me era. let me tell you something okay let me tell you something era. if you had era. if you had a flash card <laughs> with just like a black and white with just kids a high top and you flash into a gen xer and say movie one hundred percent will say house party. All right, without fail. One hundred. All right, without you've made fail. your case. You've made your case without. <laughs> fail. Oh, you've made your case. You know, because I I wish I had time. Because I really think there's something in the We're house. So itself. happy that you didn't have time. You know, the whole podcast land is thankful. <laughs> There's something really important. They're happy about- you didn't have time. <laughs> I'm feeling drained already. Just, I'm, I'm feeling drained thinking about her, thinking about it. No like, time. time. And, and, I, and I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what else. I'll come up I'm with it later, and I'll oh, circle back to the no, two of you. No. Oh. And it would be hilarious else. if like this a movie. video cut to just like a singular. Yeah, yeah, you like, know that's what it's saying. That's what it's saying. Like you know, all just, black around. Her just by herself explaining it. That's why I was glad. Or whatever what I would have said. I'll just I'll just dub the audio. Like it'll still it'll still be like this moment, but I'll just change all the audio to me. And the other thing about I, the other thing I want to say about this movie is that it is just a it's a very shallow level movie. Like it, it's just they're just doing oh, stuff. Honey, they that are is land. Fun. Totally shallow. They are and so, land. And so what I'm saying is that is also appropriate that I, I'm not saying, you know, it's just like, that's what I think about when I see it, you know, so yes. I don't really have a... Don't overthink it, is what yeah, you're that's saying. What I'm saying. This is it's not just, one to overthink. Yeah. Well, bro, I'm happy you said that because let, we, let's go to our recap. Right. And this is this is a very simple recap, y'all, because that's again, very, it's a very simple movie. It's a simple movie. It's a very simple movie, you know. Um, so we do a recap, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, because, uh, you know, our content is generally quite old. Okay, and people want to enjoy the, the podcast, so we do a recap. All right, so House Party focuses on the experiences of a bunch of high school kids, even though the casting, they were all 50. Um, anyway, House <laughs> They went to the same school as Greece. It was Greece High. 
all these movies yeah. were made. I'm going to say this one was worse than Grease. <laughs> I would say so far. I don't this, know. They were I, both bad. Like, they were bad. But I really feel like <laughs> go to I, re- I really, <laughs> yo, full for- full force had grown man face. Totally, and like bodies. they had. Why do you have like, gel muscles in high school? <laughs> what are you doing? Are we getting okay? I, all right, into the we'll, recap. We'll talk about. We'll talk about. Okay, riding okay. around in a jeep with lights on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening here <laughs> on a school night? All right, house party. <laughs> House Party focuses on the experience of a bunch of high school kids in the suburban community. Play, played by Christopher Martin, decides to throw a party while his parents are out of town. He spends the day at school inviting people to the party and recruiting a DJ to play for free. Bilal, played by Martin Lawrence. His best friend, Kid, played by Christopher Reed, is excited for the party but gets into some trouble at school that day and he ends up getting grounded by his father, who's played by Robin Harris. Of course, Kid sneaks out anyway and goes to the party. He does eventually make it to the party, but he has to outrun some high school bullies along the way. Um, And the bullies, by the way, (laughs) they try to get into the party, um, but they end up being turned away. Why? Because they're bullies. Okay. (laughs) Um, And that actually, you know, incites them to literally try to burn the house down where the party is taking place. They end up getting caught, you know, by police and stopped. Um, these particular police are both crooked and idle. Um, and they just, they've just been, they've just been driving around. About. They've just been driving about. They've just been rolling around town, like basically starting their own trouble. Anyway, so this is happening outside. Meanwhile, the party is jumping. The house is packed. The teens are dancing, laughing, having a good time. And let me just say, it's good, clean fun. Okay, mm-hmm. there's, there's one they guy won. who drinks. He brought his own beer. People were like, why are you drinking? Stop it. You're so dumb. And he he's just- an alcoholic. He's just <laughs> old English. Yeah, I don't think he made it. I don't it think he's wrong right now. It was even frowned upon, you know? The kids were yes. like, we're just here to dance, you know, listen to music. So there were a couple of dance-offs and a couple of rap-offs. And then um, there are actually two main love interests in the movie, Sydney, played by Tisha Campbell, and Shireen, played by A.J. Johnson. Kid and play both like both girls. So they're flirting with both of them, just hoping one will pick them, you know. And Shireen loves it. Oh, she just loves it. And she's flirting with both of them. Ultimately, she's just teasing them. She never even kisses either of them, doesn't really give either of them any play. Sydney, on the other hand, she likes Kid and she hates feeling so interchangeable with her friend. And she does ultimately get with Kid. You know, he walks her home and they kiss (laughs) and they almost have sex, you know, and her parents came home and, and, you know, almost caught them and Kid ends up scurrying out the back door, you know, and the party actually does break up a little earlier than it might have because someone breaks Play's toilet. Okay, so he's frustrated. He's sending everyone home. And then he gets a call from the police station. Somehow, kid who was just walking the girls home has gotten himself arrested. Turns out he was trying once again to run from those same bullies (laughs) played by full force. (laughs) Trying to, to, to run from those same bullies. And now he got himself arrested. And so play Bilal and Shireen and Sydney. They pull their money together and they bail kid out of jail. And, you know, obviously kid is beyond relieved. And then he tries to sneak back into his house. And even though this this night has been so eventful, he does really believe that he has outwitted his father. He's sneaking back in, thinks he's not going to get caught. Too bad. Unfortunately, his dad had realized hours ago 
that he was gone. And, and his dad had even gone out and tried to find him. So, you know, by the time kid got home, that father was livid, okay? And so as soon as kid tiptoes into his bedroom- You that party, what you, what you, As soon as kid tiptoes into his bedroom, you know, his father is not too far behind. With a belt. The end. Yeah. Listen, let me tell you something. And over, over, the, credits, over the credits, he was getting the epic, it, the epic <laughs> one thing if you did something you don't have no business doing okay but now you're at a place of full force disrespect when you're coming in late first of all you left when i told you you weren't supposed to mm. but then you had the audacity to then on top of that come in late <laughs> and then and then you know what kids philosophy about the whole thing was he was kind of like i'm already really in trouble and so let's just say well, i do get caught course. i like how much <laughs> How much worse can it get? That was his philosophy the whole night. You know, I'm already in trouble for getting in trouble at school. So, eh, you know, <laughs> terrible philosophy. Uh, can, can I say this though? Every one of us has said that. Every teenage guy in, in that era, at least, has said that. Like we have all, I have literally, I remember literally being in circumstances where I know I'm over. Like, I, like you don't even be talking to them. Like, you're not going to, like, you know you're not going to be seen for, like, a few months or a month from now. And, I'm like, you're like, worth it. yeah, you just think, that's what you're saying. You're like, I mean, because after a certain point, like, it's like, whatever. You know, it's like, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So I might as well just have fun. This is why parents are tired by the time they get to the youngest. <laughs> this is why the youngest be able to get away with certain stuff because the oldest has already stressed them, out. <laughs> has stressed them out completely. Now I'm happy I wasn't like a partier kid and stuff like that. I remember daddy having to like make sure I was like buying girly clothes. I <laughs> So it wasn't an issue. Like I was just getting away with things. If anything, I went to a sleepover one time and I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to another one. I never want to go again. People are crazy. I, so by the time it got to me, they could be tired because I wasn't doing anything. Well, but, I, I'll just tell you this. If they were tired, it was purely Aubrey because I was doing the exact opposite. I, I was thinking about how to make sure I never, ever, ever, ever did anything that would ever get me in trouble anywhere. At home, Janiah was patrolling the house, <laughs> the house hallways with a clipboard. Like you have a whole pass. I, yes. And I don't want to give the impression <laughs> that I did this a whole lot. But like, cause I, you know, that was not having that. Well, like I like that was not having that. But what I'm saying is, let's just say I'm at a point in high school, I think my curfew was midnight or something i don't know whatever it was Let, let's just say it was midnight that's generous that's real generous like let's say my curfew was 11 mm. and it's like we're out and it's 10 50 and i know i miss a curfew like <laughs> uh uh 11 30 beat down is the same 
as a 12:30 meetup. Like, like you're getting, you know, so it's like, don't, why am I, like, I'm going to stress myself out and still get the equivalent beat down. I might as well just put it all on this, you know, like in the rare times that happen. Yeah. Like, yes, yes. I'll also say, you know, I'm not, I, I was never an athlete in school, you know, but um, y'all remember the 67A Moroville? Yes. Yeah, the bus. Yeah, well, I didn't know after a certain time, Ooh. it stopped all the way up there by Linden, Ooh. right? So, <laughs> the, the, uh, oh boy, that that was yo. far, by the way, that's, folks. That's like far. That's far, <laughs> especially to be walking. Yeah, that's and, like, and whatever, yeah. and whatever my yeah. let's say, let's say my curfew was, again. It was midnight, but whatever it was, and I'm sitting there. I'm like. Y'all are like, I got to get off here. And you can just imagine me going from comfortably, I'm going to be home by a curfew, to what? <laughs> you know, like, and I'm going to tell y'all, I remember it was cold. I had a coat on and I ran the entire way. And <laughs> nobody can tell me that mine ain't over matter. Because like, there's no circumstance <laughs> where I would have did that. Other it's like, than it's like a mother lifting a car off her. Yes, yeah, it was just one, like <laughs> it was, and I was just. And anytime I got tired, because because like if you're intentionally taking a beat down, that's one thing. But getting in trouble for like when you weren't going to, yeah, you did I, I the just, right thing. Yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> and I remember by the and time when I parents got, are mad, like you cannot have a rational conversation. There, there, there is well, none. well, no, because I understand that now. Because yeah, I don't care. Because because I don't care what happened. You were here at twelve. That's that's what you do. I all, the story doesn't really make difference to me. <laughs> no, sure. Like I, I would have been, I would be the exact same way. Because when I got to the door, I made it. It was like 11.59. It was like a minute. And I remember dad was there. And uh, like, I'm out of breath. I'm sweating the coats. <laughs> and uh, he's like, what happened to you? I'm like, I'm like you know, the six, seven, eight. It's not running all the way up. But I knew I had to be in time. So I, you know, ran. And I was expecting some kind of accolades. It was like good, and he just went back to whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm just saying, I don't want to act like I don't want to act like I would do that all the time. Oh, it's so just, good. it's just knowing when it's happening. It's happening. So I'm just saying, like, I just have to share this contrast yeah. because I I didn't have a curfew, okay, oh but I also always had quarters with me to call, and I would give call and give a status report. Okay, we're now heading to the movies. We have finished dinner. We're heading to the movies now. Okay. <laughs> if I had a daughter like if I had a daughter like Janiah or Brittany, I wouldn't give them curfews either. Like they they were the only time Janiah ever got in trouble ever was in relation to me. Like she never got <laughs> in her own trouble. So like no, I did my not. my yeah. in trouble was I talked too much in school. But oh. I remember I remember daddy saying to mommy, he was like, I used to do the same thing. <laughs> I used to do the same thing. He would, it was almost like him like, it's in her DNA. Like <laughs> she, she can't, she can't help it. Help. She can't I'm help just it. saying that. <laughs> well, this, this is, this is funny because 
when I was watching this movie to that part when Janiyah was doing the review and the recap and she was like oh you know they almost had sex like looking back order and I was just like no let's really go back to that scene he's saying to her <laughs> he's like are you on birth control she's like no he was like do you have a diagram she's like you mean a diaphragm <laughs> no <laughs> Then she goes, well, do you have that other thing, you know, that, oh, man, I can't think of the name. And I was like, I was like, are we serious right now? I said, we knew diaphragm, birth control pills, but y'all can't remember the word. You can't remember the word condom. That, Brittany, is so funny. I was literally discussing that yesterday. That there, There are two parts of the movie that on some level irritate me. And the one is whatchamacallit. Like and the that's one, just, I was like, is this that's thing just, say, for real? And you can say rubbers, you can say condoms, you can do so, so many things. But but and it's it's messed up because the situation is so real. Like yes. again, high school guys, and anybody can tell you a story of you went through so many levels to get to this point. <laughs> and there just wasn't, you know, you, you didn't have one or, or like the one you had just, but it was a condom related situation that, you know, stopped it from going down. And then it just, it was like everything else that I see was so real. But you don't know what a condom. You can't All of it. think of the word a condom. I'm just telling you, Brent. I literally talked to somebody about that yesterday. Bro, it, it bothered me. And yeah. then the other side yeah. of it, right? Yeah. So you have someone like a kid who he gets in trouble all the time. His dad is like, stop using your mom's death as an excuse. Like, you know, you're always doing some sort of shenanigans. Versus um, Sydney's mom, who is Tisha Campbell, uh, Sydney's parents were like, she get now mind you she left she's at the party and you don't know any of this until you are back at her house that she wasn't supposed to be at the party and then on top of that she decided she was like well no I didn't go out she was like yeah. she's lying to her parents about not going out because they come into her room to check on her they were like oh she's so sweet look how cute she is she, she was like stay- laying with she was fake sleeping with a teddy bear with a teddy bear they were like look at her they were like oh, you stayed home all by yourself it was <laughs> and then she snuck out again after and that then she snuck out again and i was just like this is why parents beat kids because you like, i'm gonna get you i'm just what i'm you just did, let but you i know when i don't know you did yeah uh-uh Yep. <laughs> yes. and and bro what was the other moment that ruffled your feathers well I wanted the, to the prison the prison scene bothered me and it, and it always yes. has is that the same one you were thinking says it was not but he reminded me of yeah, how that, that, that one was throw something at my because, television i was like because first of all and that's not even prison. back then. It it's felt jail. a little weird. He was in jail. To, 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 yeah, he's in jail. He was in to jail. Make, it wasn't even prison. I was like, "What?" It, was it felt like they even back then. Again, I, I I feel like comedy should go wherever it goes. But Absolutely. I'm saying, for my opinion, even back then, that one felt a little like yeah. For those people for those always make jokes about that. Yeah, for those who haven't seen it, you know. The the entire movie it, it it had a lot of slapstick kind of quality to it, you know, a lot of like 
hijinks, you know, like at one point kid gets stuck in a refrigerator while he's trying to run from the bullies, you know? So there was a lot of this like corny kind of slapstickish stuff, but at the end he gets arrested and okay. Getting arrested. It can, it, it, that there's a truthfulness there. We can roll with that. But then when he is there in the holding cell with a bunch of, a bunch of other men, um, all of the men start to tell him that they're about to rape him, essentially. And then Kid does a rap to entertain them and try to distract them so that they don't rape him. Because they're bringing that Richard Pryor. Yeah, and somebody Richard was Pryor, like, yeah. somebody was like, Richard Pryor used to tell, like, had told a story of getting incarcerated uh, or, 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 you know, being in a holding cell or something and telling jokes to distract people so they wouldn't, you know, beat take advantage of him or beat him up, whatever. And so, because Richard Pryor did, he's like, well, I can't tell jokes, but I can rap, you know? And then he tells this whole rap about how, no, they're not going to get into his booty hole and stuff. And it's just like, the it whole- was- and, 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 and the whole song. And like, not only that. It was a whole group of men. Yeah, like Grown everybody. Men, drawing straws. All- straws. They yeah, all drawing straws. Which one's going to get like, him? Yeah, like, I, I, I just. Realistic. It didn't make sense. And it, was, and it wasn't. I felt like it was a very unnecessary scene. It was like, very like, unnecessary. Like you, you, could, you could take the whole scene away, replace it with kid calling play. That That's all you need. That's all, that's you, all need. you need. That's all you need. But, like, but even and so, in that, that was unrealistic. These are minors. But, so he's but a minor. You're not- I could have got, got past that. Yeah. They could be 18-year-old seniors. That's so, true. Yeah, give kid, you that. kid could be an 18-year-old senior. And even if play wasn't like I could get past that, yeah, sure. But but especially since they were in college in two, you know okay, what I'm saying? So okay. so like I I, 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 could, okay. I could get past that. But like I'm just saying that scene always just made me feel uncomfortable. It just didn't make sense. And the reason why it makes sense. And the reason why it's like I just don't like that all those men were portrayed that way. And that's especially in jail. That's yeah. not how it is. Right. In prison, That's you know, it's a different thing. situation. So it's like you're not even really making a joke that even kind yeah. of connects. It, did, it didn't go with the rest of the movie because it was it like- It didn't add anything. It didn't go- One of the things the movie did, which I really appreciate, I mean, there was there's a way to tell the story of, of teen life without adding Black nuances. Because- you know, I mean, he could he could have just done that. You know, like you could just take Pretty and Pink with the script it has, cast yeah. it with black people, and it would still be truthful. You know what I'm saying? But but what they did with this movie throughout was that they actually added in some of the nuance of black life. So, for example, they had um a again these random idle police officers just rolling around, just essentially, you know just making sure their presence was known. Yeah, a quiet suburban black neighborhood. The police are just stopping anybody that's walking, literally just walking down the street. They're stopping them. Should we ask him for ID? You know, just poking people or put your hands up. And it was, they, they, they allowed that to be in there. It didn't overwhelm. You right, know, right, but, right, like, right. I didn't, I didn't really need knew. to mention it in the recap because it wasn't yeah. germane to the story, right. but it was like, but it, you know, but it's like, it's true. It's true. It was truthful part of black life. The other one that they did that I thought was really great was there was one point where they, we, the kids end up at a party that's happening at it's, it's, it's adults at like a, um, a fraternity 
party, you know, and it's like, you know, you know, adult. A gala. It's a gala. Thank you. It's a gala. <laughs> it's a gala, and they have like Greek letters up at the top, and it's a bunch of black adults. And yeah, that's what happens, you know. And it was like black people getting together in that nostalgic way around their fraternity or sorority. That felt very real, you know. So they were plugging in these pieces that, and even that were true. That were like taking you beyond just the teen narrative to the black teen narrative. But that 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 prison that I mean that holding cell theme it just it was like, out of nowhere. Why do you just, even need that it's in just, here? And even, and even it was when just ridiculous. And yeah. even when you're talking about the the gala that they were having, yes. Even when there were unrealistic things happening, like kid grabbing the mic at the gala so yes. he could rap. That, but it was like it was fantastical in a movie way. It was in like I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Exactly. Like, like it's like you took a little bit, put a little hot sauce. Yes. But like, and then the that police jail came. Scene, the police came to the party to try to like to to manage the disturbance that kid and and the bullies had made by coming into the party. And the black parents were like, "Don't take these little boys to jail." And that's how it would happen. And that's, that's exactly that's, that's how it would happen. Exactly it would have been like, look, yeah. They, they wouldn't even been while the cops were there. They wouldn't even said nothing negative to the boys. But once it's like we don't need to deal with that. But as soon as they would have left, they then they would have so realistically. They, and that's how it would. That is one thing. It would have been a reminder. That's so why dad tonight. That's why mm-hmm. the jail scene. It just irritates it, it me really so much because out. every piece of this movie, without fail i have experienced in my own life in some way and so every piece of it like like every personality and it just puts you in this place where you're watching like yo that's so true even picking somebody up from jail now it did happen for it wasn't in high school but it was in my first year of college so i had a friend who I think he stole something from a Kaufman's or I mean a Macy's or something. I, I can't remember. But anyway, um I got with his girlfriend at the top and we were running all over trying to figure out how to get this bell money together. Like, <laughs> and it, it was hours, hours. Wow. And then somehow, um, I mean I was pulling money off credit cards and it was and somehow somebody said. Somehow it dawned on us, well, a bell bondsman. But, you know, neither one of us do this all the time. So it didn't even, and so we called the bell bondsman, and then it was done in, like, a minute. But by the time we picked him up, it was, like, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning, and they brought him out. He was sitting in the thing, and, like, we had to come get him. And I'm just saying, everything in that movie was just so real. That when you have the little parts that aren't, it just makes makes it stick out. Well, the other part that was at the end, I thought the very last scene in the movie before Kid got home (laughs) was about to get his whooping, um, was stupid too. That little car ride. When they were, I understood, like, I was happy they were having that conversation because in the car at this point, they've gotten Kid out of jail and they have dropped off the girls because... (laughs) The girls were with them to get money to to get kid out of jail. 
So um, it's just kid play and Bilal. So it's kid play and Bilal DJ. in the car. Yes. And so they have dropped them off. And so of course they're now asking kid because they know kid walked Sydney and Shireen home. And I'm like, well, what happened? Because when they dropped Sydney off this last time, Kid gave her a hot and heavy kiss. And so, of course, they wanted all the deets. And so they're driving away and they're like, well, he tells them the story. We got to, we were about to, but I didn't have, we didn't have any uh, protection. Well, they were talking about, we didn't have any, what were they calling it? Rubbers. Not rubbers. They were calling it baby something. I, I can't remember. They were calling it something else that wasn't just protection. It was so, <laughs> I was just like, why are we calling it that again? But I can't remember right now, but it was, then as they were talking, they were like, yeah, because, you know, I just, you know, having, I don't want to have a kid. And the two, Bilal and Kid, were both like, well, that's not your problem. That's her problem. And I was like, is this, is this, is this in a movie right now? Kid was like, well, Kid was like, of course, going against them. Like, what? Y'all two are dogs. Like, I can't believe that y'all would even think like that. You know, he was basically saying, like, I would never do that. They were like, nah, that's on her. You know, just basically throw some money at it for an abortion. Which all that, I'm not against any of that. My issue was just like, when you, when I am thinking to myself, these are high school children talking like this. I'm just like, you know. You didn't get this type of thought process on your own. Right. What adult told you that this language was okay and this is what you're thinking? I'm like, what, what do you what, what do you mean what, there, there were no adults there well, no what, it's just that, that, but that, that's that, what my i'm talking about just over the, the but, but whatever whatever what it's i'm talking society, about society the, society the making back, it the girl's problem the the background of and not even that but just the just the fact that you are having this conversation and it sounds like it is the correct thing to do what adult was in their lives that even gave them this type of thought process that this was okay what did they say? Yeah. What was what was the conversation, the background conversation that never that we didn't see? That is I'm now just, having these three boys driving down the street. That's her problem. I'm gonna just let you know that that was another extremely real scene. And oh well, I'm not. I'm and, not taking. I'm and, not taking but, it but, away from being real. But what, but I'm, what I'm saying, saying, what I'm saying is, and it, and it is I, why where we are, where we are. Right? I, I'm just, I'm just saying that. I feel like that scene was necessary because the debrief talk between boys is what would have happened. And it just wouldn't have felt real if they didn't discuss it. And I'm going to just let you know that it's not necessarily what people say to their kids. It's that they don't have conversations about, at least at the time, they didn't, don't have conversations with se about sex with their kids at all. So whatever conclusions they're coming to are not a result of anything. It's just them thinking whatever they're thinking. And they're just horny boys. And I'm going to tell you, you have to be very vigilant as a young man to, to know what you got to do. And... Anybody who's had conversations with the boys has definitely had that conversation where you had a story. It didn't happen because you didn't have birth control. And then they're like, 
What? That, that's the word they kept using for everything was birth control. That's the word. They kept using that for everything. They were called it, they were calling condoms birth control. Whatever. Everything was birth control. I yeah. could that's thank you for saying that. Yeah. Like, they were calling it something. I was like, why don't you just call it a condom? So yeah. <laughs> but because it is because they're in that conversation, they're considering other forms as well. But the point I'm trying to make is is that that is what would happen. Well, so and, and, I, I want to be I, clear though. I don't believe that that was an unbelievable yeah. scene. I want to be very clear about that because women, we debrief as well. Yeah. And so with, uh, I know that all people, when they go back to their friends, they're going to talk about it, right? You're going to, you're going to get into all the whatever type of details and everything like that. It is more so an issue of your immediate, you were 50% part of creating a possible human, but your immediate mindset is no responsibility at all that's her problem. Where did that come from? That can't just be a lack of, we didn't talk about sex with our parents. Like that is something deeper than that. It could be, it could be both. Like, I mean, I think in some cases, it's probably kids making up stuff on their own. In some cases, somebody's father said, their parents said to them, that's that girl's problem. I, I mean, it's all of that probably leads to the situation. And I'll just say like, I'll say for me, one of the things that I thought the movie did a good job of was, was always showing us that the children were not like a homogenous group you know it was like here's this one guy drinking and nobody else is drinking That's you right. know even the best friend group of um shireen and sydney Sh sydney's like oh she's just she's in it for the flirt okay i mean charlotte shireen shireen is in it for the flirt okay she just likes having all the boys like her and she's like loving it it's having and, fun and sydney they're best friends but sydney is like no i want a boyfriend i don't want to be interchangeable i don't want to just be like a hot topic flitting around you know um, and those and so, relationships and, exist and so, those exactly. friendships are and just so like in the boys you know here are two that are like cavalier about birth control and the kid is he's taking it very seriously that's right the other thing I thought about that effort, that scene though, was that I thought some of it was just the boys having talking points. Cause I don't think any of the three of them were actually getting as much play as they acted like they were getting, you know, they're sitting there like, oh man, when I'm with the chick, yada, yada, yada. How many chicks have you actually been with? You know what I mean? So I also thought it was just that high school kind of like, I'm pretending I have numbers I don't have an experience I haven't actually had. That definitely, yeah. I heard I, a little bit of that in that scene. Yeah, I, 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 this is what I'll say. If they didn't have a scene afterwards where the guys were talking, that would have bothered me. Yeah. Because that just, there's no way. Like, like but if all three of them where if Kit was telling the story and he was like, um, yeah, you know, we didn't because I didn't have a condom. And all three of them were like, well, that was a good decision. Yeah. Like that just, <laughs> it wouldn't have been good, realistic. Good going, bro. Good yeah, going, like, bro. <laughs> like, like it, would, it would not have been realistic. It, and so I feel like there had to be a debrief. Yeah. And for it to be realistic, you had to have, and I think they played it to make play sound ridiculous. I think that's what they were doing. Like they were. I can appreciate that because I and, understand. And I want to be clear. It's a podcast, America. Yeah. I am not saying they should have had a debrief. So if you try to come for me, you're coming for the wrong person. But what I am saying is that the conversation about like the way it was said, I did not appreciate. 
I didn't appreciate. Well, can it I all. tell y'all there was there was there was a there's another scene I wanted or it wasn't even a scene. It was just something that that was a it was in there um, that I thought they handled can I say one well. Thing, one thing yeah. real quick. I just love that we're getting all the bad stuff out first. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, you know, and I got to tell y'all, I don't, I, and bro, it's so interesting because I'm not even looking at this as bad stuff. Yeah, you know I, mean, I, I mean, I was just, you know, tongue in cheek. I'm just yeah, saying, stuff we do there are a lot of less. fun things I want to talk about. Well, <laughs> I will just say like, and this is actually something I did appreciate was like, they had one of the main characters that lived in the projects, which was um, Shireen. Shireen. And I really appreciated that it, it wasn't like a stigmatized thing. It was just like, she lived in the projects, you know? And that felt so true. Cause that's, that's the truth. You, if you, maybe you were the one that lived in the projects, but you, or you had a friend that lived in the projects, but that's a part of black teen life in that time. I mean, we had friends that lived in the projects or we lived in the projects. That was, yeah. I was, that was our group, you know? And they just seamlessly integrated it. Um, as it's just they a fact of life. Absolutely talked that, about it. Totally. And I didn't take, I didn't even fully appreciate it until it was mentioned in a couple of the articles that I read, you know? The other thing they did um, where they, which I really appreciated was that they, um, they didn't get specific about what city it is, you know? And I'm just thinking about like the nineties the movies that we have been watching, you know, right. the last couple of seasons, it's like, they're 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 really saying it's this hood, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then there's like the lore that goes, you know, and and it turns out that they were intentional about that. Oh. Okay. And it says that. So I actually there was this great article on the ringer.com, and it actually is celebrating the 30th anniversary of of the movie. And again, it's it's the first one. <laughs> celebrating the, the the 30th anniversary of the first movie. And they basically said that they the, the the makers were intentional. They said nowhere in this movie um, is a city or town mentioned because the creators didn't want anyone who watched it to feel like this could only happen in Chicago, New York, or wherever. They wanted to That's make nice. sure it was a universal experience. It was, and I really yeah. appreciated that. It, 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 they did. They they nailed it. Yeah, it was anywhere USA. You know what I mean? It was truly was any black neighborhood, and I love that. Yes. And even how they, you know, because they didn't even portray the projects negatively. No, necessarily. it was just because, it was because act of their circle. Yeah, they're just, you know, there's a lot of people there. And it's funny because if you visit somebody in the projects, that's how it is. Totally. You know, like there's a lot of family in there. <laughs> what kind of Kool Aid you want? Grape or red? <laughs> red. Yeah. Duh. And then yeah. <laughs> when I should pour that sugar in. I, there are so it's many like, things. Girl, I'm making good. I, I appreciated that. There, it was so that, much sugar that in said, that Kool Aid. Describing her in parts of the scene that I don't want to get into because I just sound like a negative Nancy right now about this movie. So I'm not going to say anything. But I didn't. I didn't like it at how but, they they described since her. You, you teased it up. Point. Now you got to share it. <laughs> when All they right. were talking about. When Play was talking to Kid about, oh, you know, if you're going to be dealing with Shireen, you got to, you know, you got to deal with this. You got to deal with that and da-da-da. Meanwhile, Shireen didn't kiss either one of them, didn't let either one of them in the house. And as soon as Kid got to Sydney's house, she was getting, she was, they was having sex. Like, I'm just like, I don't, this, this whole, this, this persona, (laughs) 
Y'all, but, but sis, wait, can, I, let, can I give you my reaction? The the, that's all about the dancing. Sis, let me give you my reaction to that scene, though. Let me give you that reaction to that, to my reaction to that. Yeah. Because I experienced it a little differently. I didn't even know which scene you were talking about for a minute. But there's an exchange between kid and play where play is trying to, a kid is trying to go after Shireen. But play kind of wants Shireen, play wants them both. He wants either one, frankly. But he's trying to discourage kids. all the women he at wants, that party. <laughs> he does not just want one or two, he but all, all of women. them. But he's <laughs> trying to discourage play from going, trying to discourage kid from going after Shireen. And he was like, Oh, you can't handle a project, girl, because there's a bunch of people in the house and you need privacy, you know, and you don't have privacy at your house, kids, so you can't take her to your house. You you can't hang with her. It, it was like it was kid trying to play, play trying to discourage kid. Um, I read that's how I experienced it, sis, more than it was about him trying to 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 disparage Shireen or kind of sum up her experience. It was more like you know, kid, you can't handle it. Well, I don't know was, this, was the well, well, let me, let me tell you. either, but I'm just saying, like, I didn't like that description. Let, I was like, let me let me tell y'all that conversation was strictly logistical. And that's and it played was, out. It was about it privacy. Played, it, it played out. Like, cause what he's saying is you have parents who are always home. <laughs> she has parents who are always home. That's so that was. means y'all can't connect. What I'm saying is. You should mess with the one whose parents are out at galas. That's what he was you, saying. Okay. And I, because my parents are out on vacation. So <laughs> Shireen can come here because we're <laughs> literally at a party right now that my parents are in Jamaica and your dad is home. Her parents are home. So <laughs> where are y'all going to woke up? So what, and what ended up happening? He was able to, to hook up at the house where the parents were gone. So that's all the conversation was. What do y'all think about the casting? Like, I would tell you the one thing that when I saw this, that was funny to, to you me You mean beyond now. their ages? Which... No, I'm only talking about the ages first. <laughs> okay. Because I want to know, was there a, uh, like, okay. I didn't hate it in the sense that it gave another aspect of, being funny to me it's yeah. like seeing these adults play kids <laughs> and also i'm like i don't know what the alternative would be because for them to do the things that they were doing they had to be adults at any point for that to really be acceptable well, on a well, certain you're, level you're an adult when you're 20 you know so you don't have to be 26 so i you know we did look up the ages Kid, kid was anyway, twenty six. Kid was twenty six. Play was twenty eight. The members of Full Force were in their early thirties. AJ Johnson was twenty seven, <laughs> and Tisha Campbell was twenty two. And then James pointed out that Tisha Campbell had been in school days as a college student <laughs> a couple years before this movie. School days was like eighty eight, and now she's she's gone back in time. You oh know, and now she's playing a high Girl, school I, student. I'm just telling you, like. I, I don't know. I've always noticed it. It's always been a funny thing people say about Osborne. But it's just watching it this time. <laughs> I'm like, because like full force, there is no just <laughs> they how they have <laughs> chill muscles. 
You have been here for years. Oh, wait. You have been around. There was the only for years. There was only an 11 year age difference between Robin Harris and Kid. So the guy who played his father and him, 11 years. <laughs> I mean, did, what, 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 what did they, did you see anything about that? What, what do you, about did you why, see any about, trivia about that? I'm just curious. I should have Googled, like, why okay, are all these no, actors so Yeah, old? yeah. I was... I, I, part of me feels like, you know, as I was watching it, I think that I have, like, I've let that part go for all of these movies. Because I just feel like the 80s was doing that just with all the movies. It's you right. Everybody you was a right. grown up. But also, as I've stated before on this podcast, that people in the 80s and the early 90s looked older in high school. I don't know what that was about. I don't know why. Like, I just, uh, I've talked about it before, like how our high school had class pictures up along the wall. And as you would get back to the later years, guys have full mustaches. You know, women look like they had come back from a nine to five. It was just so weird. Like, as I got closer to my class, people were looking like little teeny boppers with, you know, striped shirts. Bollies in their hair. Like, right? like it was like, what happened? Hairballs. So, exactly. So, even when I think about looking at them and knowing yeah. that it's hilarious that Clay was 28, because I'm looking, I'm like, I feel like they were like, all y'all look too old to be in high school. I feel like at their meeting. Yeah, Brittany, that's how I feel. I feel like, like they just leaned into it like, whatever. Like, we ain't even going to try to make you look young. <laughs> right. This, it's just, All that's what we do. like you have 401ks. So let's just get over that. Okay, but that's you know, where we are at this point. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Be. Because I think it was just them being famous. I that think was, it was the just thing. them being famous. It was casting a, a a famous duo as the center. Yeah. And do y'all know that the um the original casting that they originally wanted for House Party? Do y'all know this? No. Joint? Okay, no. this one is good. Okay. So um, and this would not have improved the ages, by the way. It still would have been old. Okay. <laughs> but Listen, House- <laughs> 80s university. <laughs> yes. 80s university in high school. No, I like what you call it, Ramalan Ding Dong University. It's Ramalan Ding Dong University where all these people have come from. They old. They so, old. House Party was originally offered to DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. Okay. That would have been a different movie. But, but here's, here's the interesting part. Okay. So it turned out that New Line Cinema had sued uh, Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff because of their song Nightmare on My Street. They were sampling all of this Nightmare on Elm Street language and story, right, and right. they didn't get permission to sample. And so oh. New Line Cinema had won a lawsuit against them. And instead of asking for money, they had they had options. They were like, we, you can give us money or you can be, star in a movie for us. And so they they were they had literally a commitment to star in a New Line Cinema movie. And the only reason they weren't in this is because the actual um, producer and director, they were like, we don't want to cast them just because they have to be in it. We want right. them to like it and to choose it. Right, right, right. Okay. And so it was truly the, the production team, the Hudlin brothers saying, no, we're not going to force them into this, you know? So it, I just think that's, that was a, that was an interesting little nugget. You know? Yeah. I mean, but I, okay. They still would have been old, you know, it's, oh, they, they were the same age, you know, Will Smith would have been 22 years at the time. 
You know, and it's yeah, well, that's a little. Well, that would have been a little. Closer that's better to than twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, in, in twenty eight. You know, we're we're at least a little like. Even when you said Tisha Campbell, she was twenty two. I said, okay, that's a little. Better. You know that that's like you're still a little young pop tart. Yeah. But now we're getting into a place where you can't be on your parents' insurance. Oh. <laughs> the, fu- the funny, the funny thing is, past. like, I don't think Will Smith or Jazzy Jeff would be corny enough to play kid. Like, like you needed a special, I, for this to work, he had to be a special mix of like geeky, cool, like, and Uh-oh. to even pull off, you know, Bro, like, I, I, I can't disagree. hear, I have example, to disagree. I have for to example, disagree. I can't hear Will Smith doing the spanking scene at the end. <laughs> I as just much, I, as much I, as Uncle Phil chased him around the house. Yeah, but I don't hear him, you know, like you know how kid was at the end, like, oh, oh, you know, like I just <laughs> I don't see Will Smith is like he's a good, he's an actor, he's you know, he he's like an actor. You know, you think about okay. scenes, you think about scenes out of Fresh Prince, like he's had some scenes that's like like right about that were you like when his dad left or or when carlton got shot you know what i'm saying like like yo when he was like you owe me give me the gun i want the gun give me like yo i i can i can chills thinking about and i'm just saying well, let's not make it like Will's always been like that now because Will even talks about how he, they had to write into Fresh Prince him looking into the camera because he kept looking into the camera <laughs> and how he was mouthing other people's lines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah I, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I'm not, you are not wrong. I, My I bro, he might have yeah, been. You're not wrong. You might have been too cool. He might have been cool. Maybe. I, see I, I, I don't know. I, it no. just, kid, kid was talking like this. Kid was like, well, I don't know. Something, something, something. <laughs> I was like, this movie. I'm just saying, here's what it is. Here's what it is. There was a movie that me, I don't know if you saw this movie, Aubrey, but me and Brittany watched this movie. I know, I think more than once, which was made oh, it, made in America with uh, Nia Long, Whoopi Goldberg, Ted Danson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Will yeah, Smith yeah. played a nerdy, lame guy in that and he did a great job i i agree with you that he's not a slapstick yeah, yeah, kind of actor i see what you're saying but we I, 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 I believe he could have played that character or either of those characters now who i don't think could have probably held it up was dj jazzy jeff because i mean did well, he, he, even, he was an actor did he yeah. even really act in front no, no, of you know so could well, he he's, could he like play he that? Per- he, he was perfect for who he was. Yeah. Because he absolutely looked like some older man. Will, why are you friends with him? I see what y'all saying. <laughs> I, I, I just, Will Smith seems too much of like a sex symbol. Okay, to be in a, well, baby, ain't nobody saying nothing about that. No, I'm just saying like, kid, kid, was like a cute, a corny kind of, yeah, guy. corny like quirky, like girls. Were like, oh, he's cute, you know. Like where Will Smith is like a sex symbol kind of, yeah. Vibe. They, they were making and, and it just, much more, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but but all the points you're saying, I I actually it'd be funny to see in a different universe them do that because I I wonder 
Oh, but it turned out. I wonder. I, something that did make me kind of chuckle in the movie was just seeing how selfish Play was. Yo, Play was so, so selfish. He was the worst. He was the worst. From his cousin. Why every time you come to pick him up, there is someone in the car. When he was scratching up his speakers, like you guys, Aubrey used to have speakers in his room. And all I could think to myself is how that I was just watching him scratch these speakers up like I just could not believe because it's not like you know, selfish. You know, your headphones get messed up. You go buy a new pair of headphones. Like if you blow out a speaker. Like they're still expensive. And so it's just and as a <laughs> high school student, a high school student getting their yes. equipment, you have worked for that. Yes. You are an act. He has so many records. He was like, You treat must have I was just like, I felt so bad. And left him. Left him. But but you know what's so funny <laughs> is that's how it would be. Like these at least one in the friend group. Nor- well, I'm just saying. You got these narcissistic dudes, you know, and because of how they are, they would have a lot of women, largely mm-hmm. because, first of all, they play the numbers. They talk to everybody Which he all did. the time. Which so, he did. So, like, if you're did not discriminate, you, you <laughs> even if you're not successful, if you talk to 100 women, you could get 10 and only been 10% successful. And like, if you And it's believe... like a good day. Yeah. <laughs> He's so selfish. And we all know these people. You know, yeah. we know people like this. And something that's a, a little interesting, a bit of the background, is that the writer and director, um, Reginald, he actually, this started as um, a thesis film while he was at Harvard. So it started out as like a 20 minute, like thesis student film. You know, and um, and it eventually. So I'll, I'll actually I'll read you a little nugget from the again back to this this article. You know, from the Ringer. Long before House Party became a classic, it was a student film. It was a student film of Hudlin's, an undergrad at Harvard University in the early '80s. Hudlin spent an entire summer working to fund his senior thesis project. On the last day of his break, he was packing up to return when Luther Vandross's 1982 hit "Bad Boy Having a Party" began playing on the radio. At the time, black music videos weren't really a thing. This is now a quote. At the time, Black music videos weren't really a thing, so I would come up with the music video in my head to a song, Hudlin said. I kept thinking about what it would be, and then I thought, no, that's a movie. He had spent the entire summer working on an unrelated script, but that song convinced him to rip it up and start on what would become House Party. So, wow. right. So again, I, you know what I'm remembering? That's like, dope. When we were watching The Wood, bro, you were talking about how so many of the experiences rang so true. And then as we started to look into the creators, we'd be like, okay, these were Black men who created this thing. So yeah, this is why it was so true. And so this was a young Black man, you know, writing this story uh, that came out as his imagination spurred by a song, you know. That is so interesting. He's writing about his truth, the people he knows, you know, his experiences. Man, yeah, I, I bet, I just, bet that's another one. Just, just like the wood, I bet if we talked to him, he probably has a story that created every everything. part. Yeah, every part of the movie, yes. like everything that happened. He probably like yeah, back in the day, I did yeah. such and such because that's just how 
it feels. And I'm going to tell you, you talk about like walking into that party is how walking into a party felt. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Back then, like that party was in full swing and every, I'm they just were saying, not trying to be cute, y'all. They were sweating. They were dancing. They were we in used, it for the moves. We That's used to funny. go to we <laughs> used to go to parties with sweat rags. Yeah, we used to go to parties with sweat rags because you knew you and were gonna it, be sweating. You knew you were going. You knew because you were there, and obviously, you might not get as intricate as Kid and them with the dance routines, but you all had things planned. Like, like, yo, when this song come on, we're going to do boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had this planned out. And it was like, it was so much fun. It was just so much fun to know you were curious to see what somebody was going to do at the party. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. This is, this is why we were having a conversation in, in the green room, just about how things are different and how they've changed. And I'm just like, this is why, you know, I, I we discuss how technology has really impacted it and not in some, you know, oh, just all negative, but there's been a lot of positive, but I just go like, dang, is it only technology that has destroyed that? Like, or has messed that up or has changed it so radically, like that we just- You don't the, think, the, you don't think the house party still happened? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I know. don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think. And let house me be parties. very clear, y'all. I've been to like one house party in my life. I didn't okay. go till college. I went to several. Yeah, I'm gonna like when one, I got into so college, I didn't go in high school. I was not one of the cool kids. I was not getting invited to things. But if you had a church social, I was there. <laughs> so, but let's get to What makes you think? I mean, it's pop. I still, I think kids are still getting together and dancing and having a good time. <laughs> well, well, you I'm make it sound so like it's a you, down. Like <laughs> the, the the thing is, is that. We don't see. We day. don't see. We don't see them posting about it if they do. Oh. Like and, and they're well. like what, what? What I'm all I'm saying is is that I don't have a bunch of high school kids on my feed, but I guess I mean I, I don't know. No, I'm just saying but they're partying. We know they're partying. I'm just saying they gotta be for, dancing. For, for, but I don't. I don't think so. I don't, <laughs> we'll see. I don't, they, but I don't, the, like, their dances have changed. Like like they do. They have these TikTok things. So I like to watch them on TikTok because I'm like, oh my goodness, I just love this energy. You know, I like seeing them on YouTube and stuff like that. And I'm like, but is that a dance you do in front of somebody else? Like, yeah, <laughs> y'all, y'all face to face doing this, you know, these dances that they do. And I'm like, I don't know. We but did the Macarena. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, yeah, we did. We did the Macarena. Yes, we but did. It, I do. I wonder like, you know, let's, let's ask some of our youthful listeners and, yeah. and viewers. Which we don't Y'all put us, but, <laughs> but I, if, let us know in the chat. if you have children or nieces and nephews that I'm are saying, in high school, do they go to parties and do they? I think and, and, and can, there's a party. There's a party in New York and it is called the Freedom Party. Okay. And yes. it is in this. Brittany, did I take you to the Freedom Party? Yes, you I went one time. Listen, we, the Freedom Party, a good time. it, it happens fun. like every month, you know, it's always happening. But 
all it is is you go in there and you just dance and it's not I mean it's not recent music I mean they are taking it back it is 90s music like it's the music we want to dance to I want to go to that yeah, I will take you, bro. And it's just people in there dancing. There's none of this. Oh, let me take a picture of myself to show that I'm here. It's Try. not that at all. You can't even take a picture because it's too dark. People have on tennis shoes and jeans. There, there's, there's all, of course, there's people in heels and hook a shorts. Yeah, no, poom poom shorts. But there's also just people Don't in jeans and t shirts. I'm not hating. I had the thighs. That's all I'm not hating. I'm just saying, around my oh, you're thighs would be out. What's a poop? <laughs> it's the same shorts they wear in the in the commercial. We wear short shorts. <laughs> yeah. If you wear shorts. short shorts, Man, for short shorts. I got short you. Yeah, the whole yeah. leg is out. Point just about technology changing all of that. One part of me wants to so heavily reject that because I'm like, dang, we're humans. Like, dog, like there's got to be something that we can do to preserve some of this type of stuff. But I also see there is this thing of wanting to give people who may have not been able to be successful in spaces where there are a ton of people because you're more of an introvert and stuff like that. So this is now giving you an, right. This is now giving you an opportunity where like, I'm not at the party with the loud music. Everybody's dancing. There's not a kid running around trying to get, there's not a kid running around trying to get with every woman. A play. That's play. I mean, I mean a play trying to get with every woman that's at the party, you know, now it's like, okay, I have my chance to at least show my personality and have this conversation in this way. But what has happened it is taken over in a sense, people being able to be out there and be charismatic and do all these different things and, and struggle through getting, you know, rejected, Mm. which we all will experience at some point in life. Right. But just getting rejected in that way, being like, instead of going like, all right, cool. She cute too. Like, let me go over here. Or he's cute too. Let me go over here. It's more so like, dang, now I got a process. Now this, now. And, And so I just, it's making me think more and more about that so because i just i just wanted to i wanted so badly to reject like technology hasn't done all of this but i'm like "Mm, sis you know what you have (laughs) just done with with what you just shared you have just spoken like to why movies like house party are important because it is a little time capsule it's showing that period you know and no matter what happens that movie is always going to show us what life was like in 1990. Yeah. And that's why representation is so important right. because of all the movies are of white life. Where's our time capsule? Well, how, how do we tell the story of what it was like for us? That's why we have to like share the fullness of our stories. And that's why people like the Hudlin brothers are so important. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to call out. Can I just make, can I just they- make house party? <laughs> Listen, I, mean, I want to call it. Listen, it, it was already deep at the beginning <laughs> when she was like, they put it into the school of club <laughs> or whatever it was. And I was like, wait, uh-huh, house party? She just made it baby. She just made it feel more important to me. Like, uh, that's Huntland brother. No wonders, honey, because what? Y'all, let me let we must shout out because again, we have to know the names of these people. Because yeah. I mean, why do I know John Hughes's name so easily? Right. You know what I mean? The Hudlin brothers, okay? Warren Hudlin and um Reginald Hudlin, okay? 
Warren Hudlin actually co-founded and served as the president of the Black Filmmakers Foundation. Okay, all they have been doing since the 70s is fostering audience development and providing financial assistance to Black filmmakers. Okay, all right. He went to Yale, Reginald went to um, Harvard. I want to tell you just a couple of their films because again, it's like, we need to know these names. Boomerang, Bebe's Kids, okay, Ride. Okay, we need to know these people. You know, Reginald did um, Ladies Man. Okay, (laughs) Um, y'all, The Great White Hype. He directed The Great White Hype. Okay. You know, so I got to say, I, I also, I, the, so that to me was an wow, important we takeaway. Don't know their names, yeah. We don't know their names, but these are people who are out here and, you know, looking at and their they're various- And they're part of culture. Big time. And looking at their various interviews, they are so intentional. They're like, oh, we seek to 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 tell the full story of Black experience. That's what so they then, out here doing. So then like, how did we get from house party to like juice? <laughs> you know what I mean? like they, but yeah. i mean but it shows There's all as- need to be told they yeah did. but also but also it's, it's what is hollywood elevating like you know there's you know there are the films so that true. exist and then there are the films that get the money and the distribution yes you know Which, what i mean the thread through all of them is badass kids well can i ask y'all this what really did you think it's really first of all first of all that needs to just most importantly, <laughs> most importantly, very important question. What do y'all think about the dance battle scene? I want to talk about that first. That's one of the iconic scenes. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I was like, when are we? I was just like, I'm done with all this other parts of this movie. When are we getting to this party? Man. So I can see AJ, well, Sydney and Shireen get down. Like, I'm yeah. ready to see them dance. Yo, let me tell you, I still get excited when chill is talking to kid and he's like yo show me that move you was doing and i'm like oh it's coming <laughs> and i just I, I i just there are so many things that have permeated our culture that came from that movie that are in our language what else bro <sighs> i mean I we, like, we talked about the hair if I was now, like you, I would have been writing notes. <laughs> but like, it's definitely the hair. It's definitely, um, you know, which was funny because even the to dance that point, I, I'm, I'm thinking about and it too. He talked about that one little braid she had. He was like, "I see you with that one braid," and I was like, <laughs> I said, I, "I'm just that one braid. I didn't even realize that was a braid. I was wondering what that little piece of hair was." <laughs> I'm gonna just say that there'll be more I can think of after after well, I well, stop. There were some really lines, some lines that I think people call back to that were yeah. by Robin Harris and, and um, John Witherspoon. You know, John Witherspoon played a neighbor that was yeah. um, in the house near where the party was happening. Next door. Next door. And he called the police, you know. Calling the police. He did a little cat calling out the window to the high school. Hey, and I was like, you got I some nice ones, though. <laughs> I was like, draw, but I, I paid $15 out of what right now. I was like, this they're, so they're both of them, Robin Harris and John Witherspoon, their lines were, ad- were ad-libbed improv. And <laughs> I was reading one article where basically they, they were saying this, this movie was done back in the time where there was film. 
and you couldn't just be wasting film. Right. And so they would intentionally do a couple of takes where the cast didn't know that they weren't being recorded. And it was because people would break so much when John Witherspoon and Reese um, and uh, Robin Harris were saying things. Yeah. So they, would, they, would, they would let it go a couple of times so that they could actually get a take that wouldn't waste film. <laughs> because that's how funny the two of them were on set. And y'all, do you know, um, Robin Harris passed away, y'all, nine days, nine days before the movie was released. I did know that. I did Nine know, days. Yeah. See, when I noticed that, I remembered us talking about that in a previous podcast for a different reason. Mm. I don't remember why we brought it up. Yeah. But we were talking about Robin Harris passing w- during not too long after House Party. I don't know why we brought it up, mm-hmm. but I remembered us discussing that for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Archives. Yeah, and there's so many of these Black comedian slash actors that we just, they're just a part of like what we know, you know? And then I think personally, Robin Harris, I, I don't know the depth of his work and the breadth of his work as much as I wish I did. You know, like I know yeah. that some of his stand-up footage is out there. I'm actually, I made a little note for myself. Like, let me go out and appreciate this man more fully, you know? <laughs> and I never, I never really watched Bebe's Kids. You know, I knew it was happening. That definitely needs to be added. Bebe's Kids and Above the Rim are two things that we haven't gotten to yet. We need to get to those. Oh, and the Bebe's Kids movie, I and I, I, and I'm a little, I didn't, I'm not 100% clear on this, but I think the Hudlin brothers did the movie after um, Robin Harris had passed away because Robin Harris had been alive for the show. And then I think they did the movie later, you know? Oh. You know, so anyway, there's just, a, there's an important legacy and these actors, even the woman who played um, Reese, I'm sorry, yeah. I keep calling him Reese Witherspoon, John Witherspoon's yeah. wife. Do y'all know her name? I do not know her name, but I, I know, know that I she was Myra Martin. And you got to go to town on Myra's feet. B.B. Drake. <laughs> B.B. Drake. Yes. Yeah, I mean, just think about just, name. Look, look, just think about all the, like. She was in so much stuff. So it, much stuff. it was just funny seeing Martin with with uh i'm about to say gina i mean it was just funny tisha campbell seeing martin lawrence and tisha campbell just that that was the first time they met on that set by the way i I, read that yeah and it's from what i understand that's how he was like yo you know i got this tv show And, and you're just seeing all these and martin is part of our culture like anything else and to know it was all starting in these little you know, because I, I, what I was thinking about was the dance specifically, that after that movie, everybody was trying to do the kid and play. Like, I, I've, there are a few things I've witnessed like that, mm-hmm. where it's just like, everybody was trying to do. And it was because, man, like, they just had these moments that were just dope. Like, that yeah. was just a dope, um, that was just a dope scene where, and the way they did it, whoever you, you mentioned the choreographer, but every part AJ that, Johnson did some of the choreography, who mm-hmm. was actually played Shireen. Okay, right. So so every part got a little better. Like when they were going back and forth. Every part got a little better. And then at the end, and I love how they were showing the reactions in the crowd because that's how it is. Like when you watch the like that, it's like, oh. 
awesome. You know what I mean? Like, it makes I, me wonder, did they not, was that, did they do it for like one take? Like that been. was the first, There's not no not one take, but like a lot of the reactions are from the first take and like oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. extras didn't see what was happening until oh, that moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. I, I, I that would make sense. Answer, no, yeah, I hate that I know the answer. Well, no, give it to us, give it to us. Because there was, and if you really want to get into the backstory a little bit, there was actually a line, an actual like BET while they were filming, did a like behind the scenes of House Party. And it was actually very cute. So the BET, uh, you know, the interviewer was walking all around the set. Um, Play first walked her around a bit and she was getting to know people and they were looking at this, the actual sets where it's like, we only see the inside of the house. They went right. outside of the set and showed like, this isn't a real wall, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, and then they had these bits where like Martin was going into play in kids' dressing rooms and like digging in their bags, <laughs> you know? <laughs> he was like pulling up their wash rags like, ugh kid he's to be so light-skinned it's sure is a dirty rag you know just <laughs> being real inappropriate just crash you know and um and then they actually we did get to see some of the dance rehearsal and so we and again it was so funny to see them doing that exact scene but in not the costume right 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 you know but they were practicing in that clip in front of the extras oh okay so they had rehearsed it Okay. But, they, they, they did a good job of acting. they did a good job because oh, even right. now when you already know that scene is coming up you're still like hey like, Yo, I, 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 I was underwhelmed I don't I, I didn't have the same experience as y'all I mean I I think that From the dancing it was like was it too short maybe is that what happened no it, like that's I wouldn't it want it. It, it it shouldn't have been longer because it would have got too it's Pink, like kind of yeah, it would yeah, it would have been set it off. the seven brass for seven brothers. You see, they had to cut their dance scene off too. They, they set it I off. Thought it was, I was, thought it was fun, but I, I certainly didn't have the experience y'all had. I'm like, whoa, well, the well, dance well, scene. What? Okay, anybody said we did, we ain't doing that. <laughs> what well, I, I did. But I, I, think, but I think that I think whoa. that is a nostalgia. I think that is a nostalgia thing. Like, I think that yeah. if I am connecting all of the motions from the point in time. So if you did not see that and experience it when it was out, like in 1990 when this movie came out, that I, I don't think it would hit the same. I don't think it would hit me the same. Like yeah. if I wasn't, because to see that movie and then immediately, Every, I mean, like, I was in middle school, and you remember how in Frick they used to do the Fifty Cent dances? Yeah. Like, yo, everybody was trying. It was just like a phenomenon where it was everybody was trying to do this kid and play dance, and nobody did it as good as them. But like, right. and, and the thing was, it wasn't no stunt doubles. They was doing that, like That's when he right. when he dropped through, you know, kids' legs, and, and like they're like they could actually. They did that. I don't know. You know, they 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 did that. Yeah. And so because yeah. in middle school we had it was the Aaliyah's dance from um <laughs> I, I can't think of the name of the song. Um, I've been watching you like a hawk in the sky. One girl had memorized the whole dance oh, of the movie video. It, it, the one and with she, Timberland yes. at the end. They're all dancing in the room in black. Well. 
Yes, 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 okay, yes. Okay. and it's kind of yep. like they're doing tango dances a little bit. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yep. And so I, it just it makes me think of that, like being in the circle and watching this one person dance in the middle, you know, that type of thing. Oh yeah. gosh! Now that part I like that because I do remember like oh you know us wow. all circling around like the ones who really could dance, you know. Yeah, oh, but now when oh, you do when you do these dance things like. I'll just go do a Zumba class and I'm like, my body the next day is like, what? Why why did I do that? I know. Even even the morning <laughs> why after did the, I do that. Even the morning <laughs> after the freedom party, I'm like, well, I'm happy I was free yesterday. Exactly. I'm sitting down today. I, I'm in bondage <laughs> today. <laughs> I'm sitting down. Yo, I need two Tylenol. Well, y'all, what about the soundtrack? You know, um amazing. I, We're done. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's awesome. Like, what else is there to discuss? Read it off, G. Care to share more? No. <laughs> Stop it. Would you elaborate? Oh, um, we all loved it. We danced. What? Well, I you know, it's all. What? Okay, so I will tell you all. I'm going to read, like, some of these tracks. But I feel like there were things in the movie that are not on this track list. And I didn't write down carefully all of the songs that were playing. So the track list, though, included... Why You Get Funky on Me by Gene Griffin, performed by Today. What a Feeling, Arts and Kravitz, Jive Time Sucker, Gene Griffin, House Party by Full Force, of course, because they were in the movie. <laughs> this is Love, performed by Kenny Vaughn. Can't Do Nothing For Ya, Man, by Flavor Flav. Fun that House, okay, that one was in there, I remember. Fun House, Kid and Play, To the Break of Dawn, LL Cool J, and Marley Mall. I feel like I heard that one too. Kid versus Play by Kid and Play. I ain't gonna, I ain't going out like that, performed by Zan. Surely by Arts and Kravitz. Ain't my type of hype by Full Force. Full Force yeah. And then Always and Forever by Heat Wave. I remember Heat Wave. And I know there were a couple of Full Force songs playing. Why? Because James knew all the lyrics. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, oh, that's Full Force. And then he did the whole, I'm like, we're trying to watch this movie for the podcast. I need to pay attention, <laughs> we please. Nah, and he's transition. <laughs> James is doing the that's full force. And he's doing the whole, the whole, all the lyrics. So I don't know if it was these two songs. The full force was in the movie and their songs were on the track. You know? I just know that I was, I was, I was going to and fro while I was watching the movie and my head was going like this. I was like, okay. Since you're like, just... you're like, it's not the specific song. Mm -hmm. It was the feel it was of bad. it overall. Okay. I, just, I, I, I'm just saying, that, I appreciate saying, that. I'm just saying that party. That. They had, it was going on at that party and all the songs <laughs> they picked for the dancing, which I believe you named them all. But like okay, so they did but, that but even, the, yeah. okay. But even the um I'm just saying that movie made those songs like even when I hear Heat Wave now, even though I love laughing about how Bilal was, you know, uh doing, but that is just a beautiful song, you know. Always and forever, each moment with you is just like a dream to me that somehow came true. I mean, yeah. like you can read the lyrics to that song. So I'm just saying, every like when we talk about the romance and the excitement of the era, I just really feel like they caught it. 
that was a perfect song to play. And like, now, the other thing I want to ask y'all is, so what about, like you said, Kid versus Play, but in the movie, it's, you know, it's a rap battle. So you can listen to it like a song, but in the movie, it's a rap battle. What what, what do y'all, how did y'all feel about that scene? Kid, Kid won. I mean, that's, Obvious. I'm saying in the, in the movie he won. He won. I know. So no, no I'm, I'm just, talking about even in the way he was rapping, he sounded much better than play to me. Okay. I I, I think everybody other like that's what they were trying to portray. I'm just saying it wasn't an exciting scene for you. Oh, so play doesn't really rap like that. No, they both rap, but the they way gave, they no, gave I'm talking about the, the way they gave kid the best line. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kid, it, it was made so that kid was supposed to be better. Oh. Like that's how the scene was written. So, but but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I well, here's what I want to tell you. That scene made yeah. me think of that scene because the whole thing about kid was <laughs> he he his reputation was you're not great at rapping. Okay, because he kept saying he wanted to rap, and people were like, no. They were basically saying that's not your ministry. He was rock. carrying around a paper <laughs> and with when rap lyrics he had on it, which is been... Don't be hating on his preparation. Wait, well, I'm just let you know. That actually, a... that actually made me think of Aubrey. When we were little, Aubrey used to have his rap notebook. I don't, and listen, and, that, and so when I saw him writing his raps, I was like, Aubrey used to be writing all his raps. But you, but here's the thing, though. You you write them. You're supposed to be carrying it, but you know, like, like you when you're about to rap, you're supposed to carry it with your soul. I got it. In the movie, you know, in the context of the movie, yes. he, had to, he had to come up with it right then. And I'm just telling you, that is exactly how the battles go. It's exactly it's just like you have guys who are known for rapping, and like nobody comes out with your best stuff first, even if you're freestyling coming up with stuff on the top. You might think, oh, this dude got a whack hoodie on. I got, I got that. I'm going to put that in. But that's I don't want to use that yet. So, like, when he said, step to the stage too late, I blew it up. He probably already had that somewhere. Yeah, that was in his pocket. But, but yeah. it was like, where am I going to put it? Let's so do that, a rap battle right now. Go, bro. You, you just, you don't want that. But, but the, the, a boom, <laughs> a ching, a boom, boom. Can I, can I, can I boom, tell you, can I tell you a story about me rapping at a party like that? I was in this baseball party. It was just like that. So, and a lot of times there wouldn't be plans for people rapping, but like somebody might just grab the mic or whatever. And that's what was happening. So I got in line. I started freestyling on the mic. And the DJ was doing his thing. And it got to a point where I got brain freeze in the middle of the freestyle, okay? But what what happened was he cut the music at the same moment I cut, my brain cut out. And it, it was silent. But then my brain caught the moment he let the music start again. And so everybody felt like I did it on purpose. What? So it was like, Oh no, we now have that recorded. No one can know it was what that uh, was about. Like, literally, I am one of one who remembers the story at all. There's nobody on planet Earth who remembers the story. I'm just saying, 
for me, it was just one of those moments where so I, it would imagine the motion of this is terrible. So this is great. Oh, like yeah. all in the same <laughs> two seconds. Boy, boy, oh, that's, good. that's a good story. That that is those are the moments where it's like, oh, yes. Yo, I'm just <laughs> the universe you know, has my back. <laughs> I, I'm just letting you know the way that they constructed that battle was so great. Every they verse was a little bit better. And yeah. then when they was really digging on each other, if you could stay out past your pop's curfew, you know what I mean? Like, like yo, and it's just, he's known, he's the good kid. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. that's something somebody could have said to me. And you know what I mean? Like, and if you're known, friends. but like, yo, when he was like, because kids feel backwards, describes it best. <laughs> you know, ah! and stepped to the stage too late. out, And yeah, too late, I blew it up. Oh, that was, oh, that was, that was murder. And the beauty, the beauty of it was at the end, you saw it was all good. Like every still like, friends. Even even after the dance battle, like after it, they all just started dancing together. Dancing again. together. You know what I'm saying? And like that was the fun of it. Just like, and they just grabbed that. This movie just really yeah. grabbed that. And I just mm-hmm. that battle scene is one of my favorite scenes in movies. Just wow. period. Like, like I love that scene. I love, mm. I just love, I know how and the way. Like when they're rapping, if y'all, I know both of them said they will never watch the movie again. But if you, if you watch the, if you ever, for whatever reason, watching the, the battle scene, look at the people's eyes and how they're looking. Cause that's how people look at you. They're when you're doing that. Like, oh. Cause they're like, how's he doing that? And you're like, like, it's like this, it's like, that's dope. You know, like, and they caught that. Like that is it's in the the like Tisha Campbell like she's like oh I know he can rap and that's the other just because rapping everybody raps you know like that was another thing like that so and bro can I can I just tell you like everything you're talking about it was again in that little clip that BT on the behind the scenes clip y'all that was how the cast really related to each other. They were having so much fun on this set. They were clearly a bunch of friends. You know, they did, um, they had a couple of times where they talked with AJ and, and Tisha and they were like, we're actually best friends in real life. So to be cast like this is and they so still great. Are. You know? They and still are. Oh, I love that. And they were like, so to be cast like this is just a dream. And you just see the guys just playing with each other. And um, one of the shticks that they had going in the BET interview was at the top of the interview, Play said to the, um, to the interviewer, he was like, you know what? By the end of your time on set, you need to have your own rap. We're, we're inducting you into rapping. You need to be a rapper. And so throughout the whole little video, it's like, I think it's like 20 minutes or something. I don't know. But through the whole video, she's walking around and talking to huddles of kids. And I'm saying kids as if they weren't 45 years old. But she's talking to huddles of kids and she's saying to them, uh, what rhymes with Hutton? And they're like, Hutton? You know, she's like, okay, that's good. That's good. You know? And then she'll walk over to another group of the kids just hanging out and having fun. And she'd be like, what rhymes with TV host? Right. And they're like, and then one of them, and actually, sis, it was the guy from um, BAPS who yep. was the short. I friend. saw him when he was an extra. I got to look up his name. Like, but his response to her when she was like, "What rhymes with what rhymes with TV host?" 
he was with a bunch of his friends and he was like, um, Casper, the ghost. And the, <laughs> and, and the, the friends were like, oh! <laughs> and she was like, I don't think I can use that. And then one of the other ones was like, most? She's like, yes, thank you. And then she moved on. You know, so anyway. They were just showing the culture on this set, and yeah, it just looked like a bunch of black people having some fun. You don't know who the host was for the BET special. I don't, but I should just pull it up right now. It was. I her- wonder who I was. Watch that. Yeah, it and was I want to. I just want to go back to something we were talking about a second ago. Was this cannabis thing? And I, I pulled up a picture, just a picture, of still shot. Janaya, it's a legal pad. Oh, it's not little. It's not it's a little not. pocket one. It is it's a legal oh. pad. It is it's a whole, I, I mean, it's like, I a, it's a, it's like a lick pocket. your finger, put it over, hold it. Oh. <laughs> and then, and then, oh, and then oh, so in the video, sad. he's Holy. asking, he's asking the crowd to let him ride on his ride. Oh, no. He's like, can I just. Have y'all ever seen the movie, The Notebook? Y'all, they put a picture of him in the clouds over top of this movie. <laughs> I hate people so much. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> that is terrible. So that is terrible. Yo, the internet is relentless. Yeah. I... Yo, yo, he, but I, you know, I want to feel bad for him, but yo, you, 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 he knew you, better. Not, he you do better. You do not. You do not. I mean, because if he would have did well there, he, he, could have started like it came back because he he was destroyed but he held his own you know what i mean it, it's like if you watch somebody fight mike tyson who's a brand new fighter it's like you know okay i mean you would fight tyson though you know but like yes. you came but you held your own you know what i'm saying so even though he clearly lost in his career Took because L just listen. Well, I think it's time for us to pick whether this movie wins or loses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, just saying, I'm getting the hostess's name. Oh, I, I, no, I'm, just, I'm just saying, okay, he could have, <laughs> we he could <laughs> have, he could have all right. come back. Is all yeah. I'm saying. If he, if he would have, like, because people still respected it, but after that, right. you can't come back from yeah, that, sir. She doesn't even say. I'm watching the beginning of the clip. Yeah, I know we can hear it. Yeah, she doesn't say her name. She okay. just. Well, we can find we'll it out, but, anyway. But yeah, yeah I'll put okay. that in. The, put that in the chat or send it to us because I do want to watch that. Yeah, and also I'll put it in the um, I you know I'll put it in our comment in our our link so oh. people can can people can can find it. Oh yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Oh my God. But sis, you were you were taking us to the vote. Yeah, all right, bro. Kick it off. This is I, I will say this. This movie is a classic to me. It gets it gets my um it gets my eye top eight. But I also get it. If I don't think it's timeless though. I, I think that to really embrace this movie, you, it had to be introduced to you in the early 90s be, for you to really feel it. And I think it'll be a classic to all those people. But a lot of movies we talk about, like somebody can put them in. Like we've had movies where we talked about, it was like, yo, this is the first time I watched it, even though it came out. And, yes. and 
it was good. I don't think I don't think I would have felt like if somebody's 25 right now watching this for the first time, I could see how they wouldn't like it. Sure. You know, so I, I'm just I just want to give that caveat is that yes, this is a classic to me. It, but I don't feel like it's timeless, like every generation will watch it and get the same thing out of it. Yeah, bro. Thank you for saying that. You know, I um you know that saying sometimes love, you know, love just isn't enough. I, I agree with that because you can love a person, but if the logistics of your relationship can't work or the politics of your relationship can't work, the love is not enough to make it work. And I respect this movie. I respect it. I risk like the, the makers, the director, the producer, the Hudlin brothers, I am now going to be intentional and in, in being a fan of theirs because I appreciate what they're doing. I thought that um, it was to me, it's always refreshing to see a slice of black life that isn't playing into like the top five black tropes, you know, give me some other trope, please, you know. So I, I found that to be refreshing that it was a lighthearted um, take. I also will say that I related to a lot of it. Um, you know, and I felt like as I was watching it, I know those people, you know, and I will also just say like, you know, the fact that it was in night, like how long, like Hollywood decades and decades without showing like accurate, like diversity in black life, you know, like, so I respect that this movie is groundbreaking. I do, but I'm going to tell y'all in watching it, I was kind of bored. Um, and I hated that because I, I expected to love it, mm. you know, especially y'all think about the amount of like nineties, eighties content we've been taking in. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I had to, at some point forgive myself because I was like, Janiyah, are you just tired? Or like, why aren't you like getting into this? Um, and then I tried to, to make myself feel that like, well, Janiyah, maybe you just didn't go to house parties in high school and that's why you don't get it. But then I remembered that we just watched Fiddler on the Roof and I got that, you know? So if something is written in a way that the story can draw you in, it's written so the story can draw you in. And I just thought it's not my responsibility to meet this movie where it is. It should be drawing me in. It just wasn't, I was, I honestly, I felt quite bored, you know? And, and then I started to say, well, Janiyah, maybe you're just not into slapstick as much because sometimes I do get a little tired when you're like um like even sometimes you'll just be watching an SNL skit and it's funny but then all of a sudden somebody vomits and you're like why did you do that because you're just trying too hard so I do get exhausted sometimes with like oh something like the bully's chasing me but I don't even think it was that I just think this was a good story that is not timeless that's all it is. I just don't think it can, I don't think it has the shelf life of um, pick it up anytime and a new audience could appreciate it. Yeah. And we've seen other 90s movies and 80s movies that could totally do that. 90s slice of life, pick it up in 2022 and you're like, mm, that was good. Still good. Yeah. So, y'all, I just, it's not yeah. a classic for me. I think that's fair and well thought out. You got to say it doesn't get your... Thank you, Sid. 
<laughs> and bro, you didn't say I did. Oh, you did. Okay, did. Did. okay, good. Yeah, this movie does not get my high top fade. Mm. Well, you guys, I will tell you the parts of this movie that did like bring me down and make me go, what? <laughs> I was happy we had the discussions that we had on here because they made me feel better about those scenes. Um, I had no intention about them. <laughs> but I was forced into that space of understanding and realizing why I was dropping the ball. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> We're all about growth here at the brand. That's exactly right. We just, you just got to get a little better every month. Playing jazz. That's it, playing jazz. <laughs> but even with that being said, um, I struggled because I I understand what house party is to Black American culture mm-hmm. and what it means and, you know, that it's revered as one of those movies that are a staple and mm-hmm. it's in what the cultural university of the planet of the universe, whatever you were talking about. <laughs> earlier, at the top whatever, of the- whatever the title movie. is, you exactly. they should change you it to it. what you just said. <laughs> That's it. And so, like, thinking to myself, like, man, if a movie is about to have that type of definition, it needs to stick with me differently. And this movie just did not. Now, while it was so much fun watching people that I see now, like how AJ Johnson is um, a life coach and counselor, and she is, like, doing her own thing. She has a show. You know, she's been in um, several Black movies. Like, just to see her, even one notable that we talked about before, which was Baby Boy, like, we AJ Johnson's career has continued. Tisha Campbell's career has continued. Martin Lawrence, like we can continue to name the individuals that are out of there, and even just understanding real life. The one friend that was with a friend that was getting drunk, the dark skin guy, cannot think of his name right now, but he's mm-hmm. now in a wheelchair. Like just thinking about how mm-hmm. life can be is real for these individuals that are Daryl in- Daryl Chill Mitchell. Yes. Is the one that's now in a wheelchair. Yes. Thinking about these individuals, these are real people Mm -hmm. and their lives have continued. So I, that is where my struggle was. I was like, man, I appreciate who you all have been Mm -hmm. and continue to be in our culture. Right. And I so so agree. It made made it hard to be objective. Yes. Because I'm like, I just appreciate y'all so much. But with that being said, even if I don't appreciate this piece of art that they did at this time, it does not negate all they Mm. have done. This is just one moment in time. I can appreciate the characters. I appreciated the story, Um, even just the backgrounds of it. But I knew after I got done watching it that it was not going to be a classic for me. Mm. I was like, you know, if if it comes on TV, it'll be cool background noise. Mm. There's this guy that's like a a TikTok comedian that he talks about a lot of stuff that Black people do. And like, we'll turn on TV in the background and then we'll be like looking at our phone. And I'm just like, I could see me doing that with this movie. Ain't nothing else on. Like, I'm going to turn it on. And I'll look up for my favorite parts, right? or Cleo TV or uh, Inspire and I'm just turning it on and then that's it like it's not me really looking into it uh, to to continue to enjoy it so with all that being said it did not get my high top feed well this is a surprising outcome you know House Party is not a classic from the right perspective Mm, but it's all our black cards but but it is safe to say (laughs) that we hold it as iconic and important (laughs) For the black community 
and we think it is special and we we appreciate it for what it was it just doesn't meet our criteria for a timeless classic That's from it. the right yeah. perspective so we love you house party but sometimes love is not enough <laughs> what you gonna do I, I'm, pr I'm proud of us we might need let that one slide at one point honestly yeah. i was pressuring we only myself. did that we only did that once but I, one I'm time, proud of us. One we didn't time even, we, did it on we, didn't even we hated it. that. That's right. We resent. We regret we, it to, when we did it. On I don't. Regret, I don't regret it. It was learning. We're, yeah. You know. But yes. Yeah. Oh gosh. Thanks for watching, everybody. Bro, sis, this was a fun one. Yeah, sure. fun. Love you guys. Love y'all. Bye. Have a good night. Bye.